Hello everyone and welcome to the JoyClix Gamescast. I'm your host Christian Buckley, joined by the cozy conductor Kevin Diaz once again. What's going on? 1738, how you doing? Episode I, 17. <laughs> episode 17, we are here. It feels like, you know, we're still in quarantine. I know Truly. you're doing all right. Truly. But, I, okay, there, here's the whole can of worms, right? So, yeah. <laughs> what do people that don't play video games do? Dude, the, okay, so I was having this conversation with, with my family, actually. Yeah. Because... Because they were thinking, like, I was so bored, you know, like, being in my apartment, whatever, not, you know, working as much, of course, as quarantine, whatever. And, like, they were complaining about, like, oh, man, like, I, I've watched every show on Netflix I wanted to watch. I'm so bored. And, uh, and I'm like, listen, guys, like, I don't know if you guys knew this, um, but uh, but uh, I'm a gamer. <laughs> so, like, <laughs> I haven't been bored not once yet, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, I have yet to be bored. So that's what I'm thinking, too. Like, man, like... What do normal people like? Like, what do they do? Yeah, I, I, cause, I mean, like, movies. What? That's two, three hours a piece. Yeah, right. Like, honestly, I'm I'm pretty sure it's, that's it's why insane. like the E network exists. You know, yeah. it's like that's it. And I've yeah. been there. I've been there with Food Network, but like, man, I don't know. I, I have. I don't. Uh, yeah. I have so many games that I want to play that I'm overwhelmed and I don't play any of them. Yeah, 100%, 100%, 100%. I, I don't get it. 100% agree. Yeah, I I mean, I don't know how, like, you're, like, a hardcore gamer and somehow, like, bored still. Or, or I, depending on how long this goes, right? Like, hopefully it never it never reaches a point where we're bored. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. then I think that's, you know, that's some serious things we got to talk about. But mm-hmm. uh, I'm good. I'm chilling, playing these, playing these video games, hanging out. I'm still this close from just buying Persona Four on my Vita, man. I'm 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 this close, bro. Well, I I almost did it yesterday. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it's always nice to look to the past, and with that, Truly. it's time for patch notes. Kevin, guess what? What happened? Last week we had to edit a little bit of our POTS discussion about the Last of Us leaks because. There was some information that came out after our recording that Schreier basically said, hey, it wasn't a Naughty Dog employee, which yeah. both of us were hoping for, you know? Mm-hmm. Truly. Yep. Uh, we have confirmation. We don't know the specifics of it, but the source of the leaks came from hackers that were able to access Naughty Dog servers through old naughty dog multiplayer games so they were able to use stuff like uncharted 3's multiplayer on the ps3 and the last of us factions on the ps3 to sort of like find a back door into the naughty dog servers and find um the gameplay of like just test like there's testing you know it's like in film you have dailies it's like hey this is the recording this is what we're at right now watch them over for the night see what happens see what we want to change so i'm assuming games do that as well especially with story stuff so yeah yeah what was actually interesting about that whole thing is that like i think what they detailed you know about the like servers that they were using was that i believe they were provided from aws which is amazon web services yeah which i used a lot of in college for a coding class and funny thing about that was that one time uh one of my friends in a class was able to somehow get into the class repository server 
and he got the final. <laughs> so oh my God. he was passing on to everyone to hey guys, like hush hush. If you want to see it, here's the final. There we go. And Dude, I'm not gonna sit here and tell you that I looked at there or not, you know. But do I, I know. To, do I have to <laughs> mute this? Is this going to risk your college degree? No, no, okay. no, no. Because because okay, if we're being honest, okay, right, right, right hand up to Shuhei Yoshida, right. I did not look at it. All right, mm-hmm. I I I passed that class fair and square, right. Mm-hmm. But it was just a funny instance that like man, I I have like I know what that. I guess it looks like kind of sort of like a, probably definitely a much more different degrees mm-hmm. hanging into a Naughty Dog server as opposed to like a professor server on AWS. But yeah. yeah, it's pretty, yeah, it's very definitely glad it wasn't an employee for sure, as we said before. Yeah. And so. we don't really, again, we don't really know the extents of this if PlayStation's pursuing legal action or anything yet. But we do know that uh, the official story unrelated to Naughty Dog or Sony or PlayStation. So that's where it is Indeed. right now indeed but speaking of the last of us mm. what we've been playing you started last of us remastered how's yes. that going yes the last of us stream series on playstation source every wednesday night keep it locked on the channel we are doing a portion of uh, the game last night of this recording on wednesday we did the quarantine zone the prologue and the outskirts of that boston so, wait did i say boston no, I'm just saying that it's it takes place in Boston, the beginning. Oh, I'm an idiot. That. Sorry. Okay. Yeah. No. Okay. Okay. I thought, sorry. My bad. That yeah, was a yeah. big deal. Yeah. Definitely. Definitely. Um. So. So we went through that. Essentially, it's it's right up until you get to Bill's Town, but nice. I didn't go into Bill's Town. So that whole segment, uh, the tension is still there. I think this is like the third or fourth time I played Last of Us, mm-hmm. um, and the that that prologue is still insane. Uh, the just how how tense the game is and how tense that intro is like really does set a great tone for the game overall as you move forward uh mm-hmm. it's great to see tess again you know as well for a little bit there and uh sarah as well of course you know ellie all the good stuff so mm-hmm. very very good opening very very good still 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 very good and uh yeah yeah so and I know you were kind of tiptoeing on the idea of redoing last. We're well, not probably in full. I think you said like you're gonna continue yeah. your replay. Yeah. So I started the replay last fall when I was like, "Hey, it's coming out in February." And then like right. two weeks after the delay, I was like, "I have other stuff to do right now. I can wait." Yeah, yeah. Fast for sure. forward. Here we are. Um. Totally. So I'm either gonna restart because I still didn't leave tess oh okay so you're like really early yeah so i think i might just do a fresh save like restart it up might as Um, well yeah might as well just so i can play it all together you know because like when i started before and then the delay happened i was like you know what maybe i'll just play factions and then i played a lot of factions Mm -hmm. and um got most of those trophies but yeah I'm definitely absolutely going to play through the whole thing before part two comes out. Right. Uh, probably going to be following along roughly with the schedule you've laid out for the show. Um, mm-hmm. But you said you, this is like your third or fourth time playing, and the last time was like two years ago, right? Yeah, yeah. So I last played it summer of 2018 mm-hmm. was last time I played it. Yeah. So so it it's still somewhat fresh in the mind, mm-hmm. uh, but... 
it's cool to pick up on like small details that like I didn't see throughout my first few times playing the game. So it's been nice. So, it's been nice. Yeah. I guess my question for you then is like, as someone who hosts a Last of Us podcast, mm-hmm. do you think having to schedule that show, plan that show, shoot that show, edit it, usually every week, like? Does that keep a lot of the narrative fresh in your mind? Do you find yourself, like, not really surprised by much going back to it this time? Right. So, looking at, like, the main story, those beats are, aren't are probably ever going to hit again. But it's mm-hmm. the it's the little, like, nuances that I've been like, oh, right. Like, I forgot, you know, like, ex, like this tiny, tiny – like, I'm trying to think of, like, an example of one. Um, I think I – think, a good one that like I picked up on last night was uh, when you're playing as I guess light spoilers for prologue of Last of Us uh, light spoilers um, when you put when you're playing as Sarah mm-hmm. for a little bit in the intro and like you hear like her voice before she sees the TV news of the pipe explosion mm-hmm. and then she looks out the window and sees the explosion like in real life like her. Her tone before then is very just like, oh man, like it's kind of late. Where's dad? He didn't say hi to me. Whatever, I die. You know what I'm saying? Like it's two, three in the morning or whatever. Um, but like after she sees that explosion, it shifts from like curiosity of where Joel is to fear. Mm-hmm. You know, and like you really get that out of that voice acting um, in there. And it's, I guess that's where I'm being like surprised, even in 2020, playing through Lots of Us, is like mm-hmm. the the very very minutia of the game like the the details in the environment as well and like um seeing people in in the town of boston you know mm-hmm. uh under the zone and, and stuff like that so i think that's where the game is most like surprising me in new ways uh but yeah, yeah definitely like the main plies you know nothing really surprising for sure for yeah sure. i it's it's totally interesting because that's something i've been thinking about a lot as the, I've only played The Last of Us once. Like I've nice. had the remaster forever, but I just haven't played it because I wanted to wait until we were close. Mm, but see. the the last time I played The Last of Us was my first run through that story in 2013. That's beautiful. And it's it's crazy because like we talk about Uncharted, right? Both of us replayed the series recently. Yeah. Going back to that, it was like, oh man, I completely forgot about this whole thing, and this is like still hitting the same way, or like even better than it did before. There's so much of this game that's like burned into my head because of just how like dark it gets. Like I can like probably if I could paint well, I could probably like paint the frame of the end of the David arc. That is burned oh, in my memory forever. My gosh. Dude, so right. Like Ugh. So I'm really wondering, like, how much of this game is going to surprise me when I go back to it again? Because it has been almost 10 years at this point. Yeah. Like, I bet. It's, it's seven, but, like, still, it's close to 10. <laughs> Rounding up, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> Rounding up. No, but I bet I bet there's going to be a lot of, like, I, I feel like what you might get is, like, oh, wait, like, this happens before this? Like, I thought, like, I think that's what you might get, I think, mm-hmm. maybe the most. Like, ordering yeah. of, like events happen you know Mm -hmm. Uh, yeah i think the the thing that really hit me for my like probably like four hours i played just going very slow through the beginning of that game was like i guess how gamey it felt like i was kind of surprised of like oh we're like 
I'm walking with Tess. We're talking about stuff and like looking around at things and then moving this ladder, moving this plank of wood. It's like <laughs> those are the things I think that surprised me the most from just my short time with it. But right, yeah, it's just I always think it's really interesting going back to old games, especially ones that are this beloved. Yeah, for sure, but, for sure. But definitely, um, definitely still a fun time. But whatever. What have you been playing, Christian? You got any games uh, you've been playing? Today on stream, I finished Metal Gear Solid for the Game Boy mm. Color, also known as Metal Gear Ghost Babel. Beautiful. Um, Beautiful. I ended up ranking it. Best game I've streamed so far. Really? Best full playthrough we've streamed so far. Man. Shout out Metal Gear Solid on the, on the Game Boy Color. Yeah, really cool ending. Um kind of frustrating boss fight but again it's like the limitations of a game boy color and you're fighting a giant walking nuclear tank so it's like they, they had to make some they had to stop somewhere it's like we okay this is like the best it's gonna be you know right yeah yeah <laughs> but yeah i i normally like when i do a full playthrough at the end credits are rolling i score it and rank it with the list of the other ones we played mm-hmm. uh i gave it a seven point eight i think 7.8 okay yeah swimming in sevens you gotta love it mm-hmm. uh, i could see it bump up to an eight i was kind of frustrated at the end with that boss fight but we'll see how it goes <laughs> um i see i see but yeah it definitely was really fun it's surprising how much of the metal gear identity is there um and it just feels very authentic to that series even though kojima barely had anything to do with it right right so right. kind of makes me hopeful that maybe we can make more metal gear games in the future without kojima maybe interesting okay okay because like i feel like if if konami ever like did like all right we're gonna do like me- like uh we're gonna do a sixth installment of metal gear mm-hmm. you know like i imagine the outcry is gonna be like they don't want this without kojima you know yeah but honestly like even with that because i feel like that's inevitable at some point i feel like post re2 the simple answer is to just remake all of them like right i don't know but i'm definitely hungry for more metal gear i'm curious to see how i try to fill that void in the next few months if i do a full replay or something i don't know but yeah good game well good to hear good to hear Want to dive into some news? Let's do it. All right. Unless there were any other games that you've been playing, I didn't think there were. Uh, I mean, other than like Final Fantasy VII, Division yes. Two, you know, okay. yeah, nice. all the good stuff that we're still continuing, mm-hmm. stuff like that. Very good. Well, uh, news this week is interesting. We have a pretty stacked news week, but from very different paths. Uh, we have a lot from Xbox, which we will be touching on tangentially in uh, for pots this week but we also have some financial earnings uh why don't we start here kevin animal crossing came out march 20th indeed it was a great day it was a great day yes uh there were 11 days remaining in the fiscal year when that game came out Mm -hmm. i would like you to guess how many copies this game sold in 11 days Okay, I actually don't even know. Yeah, okay. Like, I know I've read it. I just don't... I didn't retain that information in my head. All right, so 11 days, end of the fiscal year. We got Animal Crossing New Horizons came out. 
I think there's like what 40 million switches out there well funny enough uh, I think now that we have the reports for the past fiscal year switch has now hit 55 million Jesus God okay 55 <laughs> million switches yeah that's yeah. a lot more than I thought <laughs> I feel like they hit like 38 like and past Xbox One what like people uh, you know have been guessing because Xbox doesn't put out the numbers anymore mm-hmm. um, hmm is it are you am I allowed to ask like is it above or below X number? Sure. And then One make time, it, yes. Okay, bet. Alright, is it above or below ten million? Above. Alright, I think seventeen. Oh man, no. Uh eleven point five million. Eleven point in eleven five. days in the middle of a quarantine. Dude, that's a million a day. That's yeah. a million a day, bro. That's a million a day. Yeah. Jeez. So God. Safe to say, uh, Nintendo's happy. <laughs> I, I I mean, if you sold a million of anything, I feel like, you know, you'd be pretty happy. Sorry, a million in a day, excuse me, yeah. for 11 days straight. Excuse yeah. me. Yeah. It Dang. is the fastest selling Switch game of all time so far. Which, Interesting. Uh, makes sense. Uh, faster yeah. selling than Smash Ultimate. Yeah, that's what, that's really got me, because, like, man, I mean, like, dude, like it's not like Animal Crossing wasn't hyped before it came out. A lot of people were craving Animal Crossing, of course, but uh, that lead up to Ultimate was was huge. Yeah, huge. I mean, you have to assume that with Animal Crossing, it, like it casts a wider net, right? And yeah. I I think you could find the case of like Animal Crossing is a game where you could probably have multiple copies per household. Smash, you really just need one, maybe two, if it's like a you got siblings yeah but true true if like mom and dad brother sister you y'all got nintendo switches it's like oh we're all getting animal crossing very true very so true. uh very also true. worth noting nintendo is expecting and projecting to sell 19 million switches between now and the end of the next fiscal year 19 million yes 19 million more on top of the 55 they've already done damn so shout out I'm I'm quickly trying to find a tweet that I don't know if you included here, and if you mm-hmm. did, I don't want to spoil it. You know, I want to take your thunder. But, uh, that's uh, really all I have about the Switch stuff. I was just wanted to pick your brain about, uh, I guess Nintendo's stance right now because we are going into the next gen. Um, uh, Nintendo has reiterated that the Switch is approaching the halfway point of its life cycle. Yeah, but. Where's your head at with Nintendo and the Switch right now? Like, did you expect this coming at all in 2017? Uh, did you think that it would still be selling this well even after it started picking up steam? Like, so like back in back in 2017, right? Like, I think the overall narrative was like we were probably like, I think we were all a little bit reserved. I mean, I, I'll ask you as well. Like, I feel like we were all like a little bit reserved on like all right is switch gonna dominate you know or like be good to any degree mm-hmm. coming off of wii u you know which was yeah. like an absolute you know could like failure you know like really bad um but i always knew that i mean i hoped that the switch was gonna do well and like kind of saw that all right like it's probably gonna do better than the wii u you know like it being yeah. like this like hybrid console and being able to serve like both the people that want to play like a play their games on a docked tv and you know have that experience versus the 
on the go player that wants to play like in the bed or yeah. on a commute to work and stuff like that. So like I th- I thought that it was very smart for them to to serve both of those type of gamers that want to do either or. Yeah. Um, but I honestly didn't think it'd be this much. Yeah, you I know? was I was kind of expecting that. I knew it was going to sell better than the Wii U because the Wii U like topped off at like 14 mil or something like that. Something like that, yeah. Um, and even the GameCube, I think the GameCube only sold like 30 million. I was expecting it to at least hit GameCube because of exactly what you said. Like Nintendo dominates handheld, like they right. have since the Game Boy. Yeah. Even the 3DS sold a little worse than the DS just because the DS was this monolith, mm-hmm. but. It still sold really well. I think it either passed 100 million or got a few away from that. So I definitely think the promise of combining like the support of the handheld hardware that we've seen for so long with the ability to play it on a TV, exactly what you said, we were at least getting GameCube numbers. But yeah. I thought it would like maybe cool off around 40, but no, it's still going. Crazy. Crazy. Yeah. But the... The tweet, honestly, that kind of ties into what we're saying here in a way. Uh, Daniel Ahmad, ZHugeX on Twitter, said this, right? So, fun fact, the combined sales of Mario Kart 8 Deluxe, Super Smash Bros. Ultimate, Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild, Super Mario Odyssey, Pokemon Sword slash Shield, and so I guess you want to count that as separate games, sure. Um, And then Animal Crossing New Horizons, right? All those combined sales... For just those tiles alone, so so seven games mm-hmm. have sold more than every single Wii U game that was ever sold. Hmm. Ever. <laughs> I read that, I was like, wow. So, wait, so combining the sales of every Wii U game ever sold? Yes, yes. Wow. <laughs> those, those seven titles, combined sales, sold more than every Wii U game sale ever. That's crazy. <laughs> that is insane. I was like, "Wow, that's that's interesting." Yeah, yeah, but so, but well, yeah, definitely that. If if that's what doesn't show you that Nintendo's dominating right now, then I don't know what will. Like, yeah, yeah, I I'm with you. So like, all that in mind, are you concerned at all about the Switch this fall? Do you think that you personally, as a Switch owner, you're prepared to put it down in the fall for a while? Like, where is your head out there? Like. I, I feel. I mean, the the switch is an interesting console for me because, like, when it's not uh, how I put this. Like, I don't ever like feel like I'm never not getting Switch games, even when I'm not, because I always treat it with the utmost respect, of course, as like my secondary console. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, like, when it's when it's there chilling, like, I'm not worried about it because I know, like, eventually there'll be something to play on there, you know, or, like, uh, like for, I mean, right now, what we talked about as well, like, for the short list of games that I want to play on my Switch, it'd, it'd be the Bayonetta uh, 1, 2, and I believe 3 still coming up. Uh, Metroid Prime re-releases, hopefully those, if they see the light of day, you know? Um, so, like, for me, like, I never feel like I'm at a point where the Switch... I don't know how to phrase it. Like it's just always like a secondary cons for me. So I'm yeah. I'm I'm cool with waiting on those mm-hmm. on those experiences for Switch because they're so good yeah. when they come. You know, so like I'm I'm cool with waiting. But 
it is going to be interesting to see like how they how they ride this out you know heading towards their halfway point and towards the end of switch and you know when we start hearing about like uh a new console eventually yeah. you know it's it, it's gonna be interesting to, to see what angle they take with the switch yeah i i think based on these earnings and based on the projections of everything i think by the end of next year or maybe like not next march but the march after so that would have been like the next fiscal year not the one we just entered right um right i feel like that might mark the halfway point you know mm, okay like i feel like 2022 the fiscal year that ends in 2022 i think is gonna be the fiscal year that marks the halfway point significantly yeah um maybe in the what like five years after that we get a switch pro or something but i i really think nintendo what they've shown is that they're able to get quality and good looking experiences out of their hardware even if it is lesser than the competition yeah Um, so i'm really not worried and like i think what you said is the case for a lot of people like switch the people who only own switch like the indies still thrive there because that's they're playing games there but like you who you're playing animal crossing like daily if not daily then weekly yeah you're still going to be doing that when you're playing valhalla on the ps5 you know exactly right yeah exactly yeah 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 for sure i think i feel like they're in a really good spot right now even though 100 percent uh like you just said and like they pointed out there's like four announced games right now for the switch really yeah so there's xenoblade which comes out the end of this month right there's the club games which is like the 50 like tabletop games rolled into one and there's like bowling in there right right okay um metroid prime 4 and bayonetta 3 wow officially that's all of the like published by nintendo first ish party stuff that's coming yeah yeah so and i think like they just like last note as well like even though like they have like that many that so little games announced right now and then you gotta assume that we're we're gonna get a full-on direct eventually right so it's not like yeah we're we'll be in here like in this point forever but i think they also did a really good job at um making like uh expansion passes for pokemon sword fighter passes for ultimate and yeah. like having Animal Crossing have like seasonal updates that mean a little more mm-hmm. in the modern day, and they kind of like made their their big you know games on Nintendo as a brand like more more games as a service e, but not exactly that. Just have some features that make the game have a longevity that's a little bit yeah. longer than what they used to be. So I think that'll also help them as well, you know. But mm-hmm. we plus they got see. those Mario games coming out, dude. Those yeah, that a hundred percent happening. Sixty-four remastered. Let's go! Come on now. Yeah, they're gonna be See fine that? this fall. Oh yeah, for sure. For sure. Um, Kevin, where do you want to go next? We got a leak that we've touched on in the past that has leaked again. We can kind of throw it out there. Let's do it. Not much to say. I feel like we've had our conversation about this. Okay. Why there not? There is one million percent everything but confirmed. There is a new Tony Hawk game coming out this year. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Wasn't it the? Wasn't it? Wasn't it a? Wait, did we talk about the band that? Uh, he said like, oh yeah, like our music is in you know the new Tony Hawk game. Yeah. In September or October, whatever. 
Yeah. So that was the first time we brought it up. Um, the second time was last week, actually, with Tony Hawk's Alcatraz. Right, that. Right, right. Um, right. This week, I don't. I forget who the guy's name is, but he's a skateboarder. That's like a professional skateboarder. He's known. He has a brand. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was like, yeah, I helped, like, I, I don't know if he's, like, in the game or what, but he's like, yeah, made sure I got my board in there because, like, they right. said I could have it in there. I want my board in that game. Yeah, yep. that's that's what he said, right? I forgot, yeah. I forgot, but yeah, that, yeah, yeah. So, Which, yeah, huh. I hope it's I, good. I mean, what are the odds? It's like a, it's like a goofy voice, voice. Wait, was it Donald Duck or Goofy? The one that said like, "Oh yeah, Kingdom Hearts 3, 2015. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> I was like, Goofy and Tony Hawk. What? <laughs> I mean, I'll take it. I'll take it. I'll take it. I would it. too, man. <laughs> I'll take it. Extremely but, uh, goofy movie holds up. Watch it on uh, Disney Plus. Is that the one with the sun too? So, or, goofy movie is him and the sun. Extremely goofy movie is when the sun goes to college, and then there's yes. the X Games, and then Goofy like the also co- goes to college. That one, that one's iconic. Yes, yeah. yes, yes. Definitely the second uh, one for sure. Yeah. So, but what are the odds you think like it just doesn't happen? Even though there's so many signs of it posting up that like this is happening. I mean, it's going to happen eventually, you know, and right. Activision as well had a end of fiscal year report that came out this week. It wasn't a ton to mine from it. We do have, yeah, there's a new COD coming this year still. Yeah. Um, so uh, I forgot how they phrased it, but it was like an Activision, they didn't call it an IP, but they didn't call it like a property or a series. They said like... Honestly, in my head, I feel like they said something from the Activision vault. It was like, okay, so like Crash? Or yeah, that's what? a very weird way to put it. <laughs> yeah, yeah that's so, the other way to word it. Yeah. Maybe it's Crash. I don't know if Tony Hawk is still involved with Activision because I think that license expired after Pro Skater 6 or 5, whatever that last one was. It was 5, right? I think. Because. Isn't that why like a lot of people blamed it for being like not the best game because they just wanted to rush it out while they had license still? Yeah, okay. I can check. Pro Skater Five. Yeah, it was Pro Skater Five. That was the one from this yeah. gen. Yeah. Yeah. So, who knows? But it's probably happening. So be hopefully, on the lookout for that. Hopefully, Goofy's in it. But we'll see. That'd be great. We'll see. Uh, what next? Um, do we want to? talk about a video game movie do we want to talk about a trailer for a video game or do we want to talk about something that hurts my soul let's let's hurt your soul christian all right (laughs) well let's just um, let's just just rip off the band-aid you know let's just let's get it going so going back to daniel mod uh earlier this week he put out a tweet basically for the past eight years Eight, eight years. Eight years ago, the Avengers one came out. Eight wow. years. Wait, you're for, right. For eight years, there has been footage, like direct feed footage, of a Prince of Persia game on YouTube, and nobody noticed it until like two days ago. It was a canceled Prince of Persia game. Here's where, I mean, here's what I'm not understanding about the story, right? Yeah. I mean, I have seen some of the footage, right? Yeah. What I don't understand is, like, how does this happen? 
<laughs> like, like how, how does we as a community, right? Mm-hmm. And Prince of Persia, I don't, I don't think it's like a super like niche title that you'll say out of the blue. Like Prince of Persia definitely was a thing. It was a yeah. franchise, of course. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. I feel like it's a a uh, nah, would you say household name? I'd say like backyard name. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's not in it, the house, like, but it, like, yeah, it was one. But all the people in the household moved out. Precisely, precisely, yes. Like, yes. I feel like we are the last generation that, like, if someone was like, Prince of Persia, we'd be like, hey, yeah. Yeah, 100%, 100%, yeah. 100%. But, like, how did we go this long without no one, like... I don't know. I just don't understand how, that, how. I, I don't I don't understand that. I don't get how we go for eight years, and you know, now we're seeing this. I really don't know. And people have pointed out, it's like, hey, I don't there's chances that this wasn't even a demo that this wasn't a vertical slice that this was just like rendered concept footage of like okay this is what we want to make the game look like give us the money to make this real Hmm. so we don't know like the stage of development it reached if it even went into development but my god it looks gorgeous it looks wonderful it looks like sort of the evolution of the Ezio trilogy of Assassin's Creed, kind of, which is still, right. like, very contained, almost linear, uh, very heavy on the parkour. Uh, combat looks awesome. Combat looks like a mix of, like, a God of War or a Devil May Cry. Man, It looks so, great. So this was 2012. So you told me that, like, we could have gotten, like, hypothetically, like, you know, 2014 PS4's, you know, first first full year down the bag. Xbox One, same thing. Mm-hmm. You told me we, we could have gotten a Prince of Persia game. Perhaps Trilogy. Yeah, no. I was just going to say. Knowing wow. Ubisoft, they could have put out a Trilogy of this thing. But... This is so upsetting. The thing that hurts the most, Kevin... What? 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 What, what hurts the most? It was called Prince of Persia Redemption. They didn't get it. They didn't get their redemption. The prince <laughs> died. They didn't get it. More like funeral. Shit. Yeah damn but upsetting how much of it did he watch i uh, l- legit i popped in for like 30 seconds then i got okay did, did something else like so it's I like a two to thing. three minute video i can run you through what it is basically okay. it's like a two to three minute video it looks like gameplay uh okay. movement very similar to assassin's creed 2 brotherhood uh lots of flippies parkour running along building rooftops swinging on like the balconies and all that uh through these streets of what i'm assuming is persia um you would assume right and the combat like i said it's god of war devil may cry character action game inspired uh enemies look like they have souls-esque health bars but like the combat is much more bombastic in like a god of war way like trilogy way not 2018 gotcha um but it definitely seems like it's like towing that line you know like it's not traditional button mashy looking thing it looks like there is some like methodical element here uh-huh but not full souls and I see. I see. you're progressing your way through this city it's kind of falling apart as you're going through it hmm. and you're you're killing these enemies you're doing this awesome parkour while running some cool like prince of persia powers you know how we could re- uh, rewind time before mm-hmm. now we can like zip to places so like if you're gonna miss a jump you can just like trigger something and then you just like zip to the ledge if you're gonna miss it dude it's pretty cool and then 
it escalates in the way that an E3 demo should, because by the end of it, it's revealed the city's falling apart because it's built on top of this, like, sleeping hydra. <laughs> and at the end of it, you get launched up into the air, and, like, the camera is probably, like, a thousand feet up in the air looking down at this giant beast, right? You get launched all the way up. It's one of those things looking top-down, shoulder view, the like the elbow cocks the camera, right? Then you just slam down on this Hydra. Dude. And you kill it. I'm, I'm number one, going to watch this after this podcast yeah. for sure. But, God, that is absurd. Like, I'm – can I can I just be – I'm sorry. I'm sorry because, like, I feel like this is one of those things where, like, you'd rather just not have known about this and just live life. Yeah, kind of. knowing, yeah. Yeah. And the the crazy thing is, like, I've only played, like, two Prince of Persia games. I just loved both of them dearly. Like, I right. love that first one, and I love the Nolan North watercolor one from, like, 08. Yeah. They're amazing. Um, yeah, yeah, hate to see this. Hate to see this. It, it's, it's rough because I feel like, especially after this footage, the inspirations it's drawing from, like, Uncharted and God of War, post-Assassin's Creed Origins and Odyssey that both deal with, like, similar vibes, you know? Like... There was an argument to be made of like, hey, now that Assassin's Creed Egypt is done and there's a lot, lot of the Mediterranean stuff in Odyssey, like maybe there's no space for Prince of Persia because it deals with that kind of environment. I feel like you could have condensed it well enough to be like Ubisoft's Uncharted or God of War and then Odyssey is their big RPG thing. Yeah, yeah. Like that's... I think I asked you that too. Like, like, how would you want like a modern Prince of Persia? And I think that's what you said. Like, you want it to be like a little bit, probably not like straight up like exclusively linear, but like for the most part, have like a linear type of feel to the game. You know? Yeah, pretty much. I, I, it just could be so cool, and especially with the set pieces. Like, dude, Amy Henning's Prince of Persia, make it happen, please. Yeah, that'd be dope. Please. That'd be dope. That's but um, tragedy, a tragedy worth shouting out uh i believe this was earlier this week push square put up an article basically saying that ubisoft registered a web domain for prince of persia 6 mm-hmm. don't know what the hell that means because there's no four or five <laughs> but that hmm i mean is it that four and five are already owned by ubisoft or so it's a weird man like there's a trilogy of prince of persia games right right but they're not numbered there's a trilogy and then there was the watercolory reboot which is the thumbnail of the article you sent me from 08 and then there was like not a movie tie-in but it came out the same year as the movie with jake gyllenhaal shout out jake gyllenhaal uh was not again not related to it was very like god of war 3 inspired and i think think it was like alluded to that it was the same prince from the trilogy but like i i don't think they have a consistent narrative going with these games um i don't even know if it's the same prince in all the games honestly i think he because he's just called the prince yeah okay i see i see i see so i don't know what six means i don't know if they're gonna make some weird timeline out of all these or what but Hmm. i hope these roads are going somewhere I mean, I just because like we know like a lot of companies just like well like for example you know Sony trademark PS like seven eight and nine yeah 
you know, and six as well. Like, and who knows if they'll ever be like a PS Nine, like for real. But do you think like it's more of that for Ubisoft, or do you think like, hey, we're on a new generation? You know, maybe we should listen to old Chris and Buckley on Twitter and be like, hey, let's just have a nice, you know, narrative linear experience from Prince of Persia Mm -hmm. because we got open world tied down on Far Cry, Assassin's Creed, Watch Dogs. Like, you know, we have done so many, so many open worlds and we've we've mastered open world games. So what if they're actually doing it? You know, if if it does happen, if that is real. I will be incredibly happy. Right. Um, and yeah, that's really all I can say. They will give yeah. me joy. <laughs> truly, truly. Uh, they will make me happy if they do that. Mm. But do, mm-hmm. like, do, as an outsider, right? As someone who isn't as invested in seeing this series come back, mm-hmm. do you think there's an appeal here? Do you think like even if it's not specifically the way that I think it should happen, do you think there's potential? for this ip in the year 2020 or 2021 i think the parallels that were drawn with like origins and odyssey and their settings i think maybe took it down like a little bit of a mm-hmm. possibility and like the amount of people that i feel like are yearning for it but i do see plenty on the timeline that like you're not alone a lot of people want prince of Persia back you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. like a lot of people you know and like they'll like look at Ubisoft games looking for any type of inkling for Prince of Persia, you know, yeah. like anything. Um, and like, even with, uh, when they announced like, Oh, the escape the room stuff in real life is having Prince of Persia themed escape yeah. the room and stuff like that. You know, like, I don't know. I just feel like there's, there's definitely, I feel like Prince of Persia and Splinter Cell are like on the same level of like, people yeah. want them back, mm-hmm. you know, like there's, 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 there's definitely a calling for both of those games. Yeah, like I feel like Splinter Cell. There's been a little more smoke, but with Prince of Persia, it it's been gone longer, and it like it feels more right, especially with like hearing these things that are trickling out about the series. Like I don't, I don't know. It would be nice if one of them happened because I think both cases would be a more linear story Ubisoft game. Yeah. So either I think are a win just to like fully keep fleshing out their offerings because they're on fire right now so honestly i kind of want to watch the jake joan hoffman's version <laughs> i i, I remember liking it. it i saw it in the theater with, with yeah yeah I saw yeah it. I, I did see it in the theater as well i was like oh man i hope they make a trilogy and then it, i was like oh people didn't like it and also he's white and he's playing a persian prince that's not great <laughs> also yeah definitely yeah there's there's of course that but there's of course that yeah definitely wow. as a kid as a kid did not register but oh yeah no <laughs> yeah. <laughs> looking back i'm like oh you know in- interesting casting interesting casting absolutely well uh earlier this week as well uh you and i've been streaming a lot of stuff this week together we uh, we really did really have the last of us part two got its story trailer it did now yeah, before sure. we discuss it Mm-hmm. we're not talking spoilers yeah guys please keep it civil i was spoiled today during our uh reaction stream for the xbox thing i can't how did i miss it i was so fast man i saw it i was like oh my god kevin can't see this come on i like, was fast 
I didn't even see them get deleted until like you brought it up after the stream and, and I looked at the chat. Mm-hmm. I don't know. See, I, I thought you upsetting. did because the way you were reacting to a question I asked you, you were like filling air with like ums and uh and like trying to find an answer. And I was like, oh no, did he just read it and he's like trying to not freak out? Oh right. no, no. I, I So you were just I, stalling. Yeah. I no, I definitely didn't see it. Yeah, no, I don't nice. know. Huh. Well, regardless, The Last of Us Part 2's trailer. Both of us were fans. We uh reacted on PlayStation Source. Talked about it for a while. Indeed. Indeed. Um has anything changed for you since watching the trailer? Any new theories come to mind? Uh worth shouting out, the big reveal of the trailer was that there is Last of Us One era content in the game. Yeah, I think that that still remains the most exciting thing out of this trailer, and I think as I've let it kind of sit with me, mm-hmm. I'm actually very appreciative that they only showed scenes in this trailer, other than the Last of Us One era type stuff that we've seen in either screenshots or previous trailers. Yeah, like. I'm glad we we didn't see a lot of like new stuff, you know. Mm-hmm. So so I'm 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 definitely uh, uh, appreciative of that, you know. Yeah. That like hey like because if you'd ask me, yo, do you want a Last of Us Part Two trailer at this point? You know, I I I would have told you no. Like no, yeah. like I I don't want to see it anymore. Like I want to play the game, you know. And mm-hmm. I know we're due for a launch trailer as well. Yeah. And I hope that's it. But we'll yeah, we'll I see. think we could probably get one more and then like a series of spots that are like, yeah, compilations of stuff we've seen, maybe with like a couple of new frames thrown in there. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the biggest takeaway is the same thing I was talking to you about yesterday of like, I feel like they wouldn't have ruined that reveal of exploring content from the first game's era unless it was like something pretty significant in the game, you know? yeah like if it's 30 minutes at the beginning of the game why would you put that in a trailer right right but if it's like a couple hours sell that also now i'm curious like what the because what my dream like start for part two would be would be just picking up exactly where part one left off yeah i i think few games that are doing a story that is worthy of being called part two can do that well you know like i can't think of many sequels that pick up immediately and do it in a way that feels right like yeah the only one i can think of right now is um assassin's creed brotherhood where it picks up right at the end of two but i think it's through like a weird recollection of Ezio of the end of that game and then he like wakes up from a nightmare okay so yeah, I don't know. I think I'm like I think I would like to see them try that. That'd yeah. be cool. But but now I'm thinking like, do you think they would really spoil like the prologue in the trailer, or I do they want they... to wow us with a prologue that's like no, I... out of out of left field? You know. I think they wouldn't spoil that if it was just like ten to forty minutes. I think it might be a significant chunk at the beginning of that game. Hmm. I'm down. Yeah, I'm 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 definitely here for it. Yeah, no, like I'm definitely, mm-hmm. definitely here for it. I can't wait. Yeah. So overall, like I I applaud them for having reservations in the mm-hmm. trailer, at least from what, uh, you know, we've been given. Like, 
a lot pretty much i want to say like 90 percent honestly 99 percent of it is like stuff that we've we've already seen before just from different angles or like expanded upon views of what what we've seen before in different trailers and yeah. screenshots so i'm all happy with that so yeah that was good cool. that was good i would kill for actually probably the only thing i want to see but not a lot of i want a little tease of the online mode that they got going yeah, do you think they're gonna like pitch that as a separate thing altogether? Of like maybe a few months after part two comes out, when you yeah think talk about it. I mean, that's what they said after it got confirmed. Like in when that big blowout was September or October, when they announced the February date, that multiplayer wasn't in. Uh, I mean, will like will will not be in part two. Um, uh, they they said that like hey like there is a online component to last of that is last of us inspired they said i think mm -hmm. uh that is not connected to part two but but is a separate thing like it's a separate yeah. client so i would i would like to see that just 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 give me like a little sum sum you know yeah I'm, I'm definitely curious of how they they pitch it because yeah. i i know that mode has a big following and uh i'm interested to see how they blow it up <sighs> definitely definitely but i can't wait um also worth shouting out, there was a lot of Star Wars game news this past week. We covered a lot of it on the recent episode of Jedi Knights. Uh, was there a big takeaway for you this week with Star Wars game news? I still want... Oh, I mean, um, the the one thing that I touched game mode-wise was, of course, on Twitch.tv slash JoyClicks. Uh, I got to use the Rey skin. The, uh, oh, yeah. It's called the Rey Skywalker skin. You mm -hmm. know? Uh, and uh, I, I love that saber. I like it. I like yeah, the color nice. of it. At first, when I first saw it, when I first saw it in the theater, I was a little bit like hesitant. But after seeing it, no, I'm like I actually like it a lot. I like it. Mm -hmm. It's really nice. It's really nice. And it's nice to like finally, you know, have Ray and she has her own saber now. You know, yeah. she's not using mm -hmm. Anakin's and all that. Yes, Anakin's not. It's not. It's not Luke's saber. Mm -hmm. It's Anakin Saber. Yeah. Yeah. I swear. But uh, also the Fallen Order updates look really cool as well. Definitely get in that. Yeah, I got to touch on that a little bit. I made a, a video going through all the the big expansion stuff. Like uh, there's a challenge mode now. You can make your own challenge arena. Uh, mm -hmm. They added Inquisitor Cal and this Red Saber as a option for New Game Plus. Yeah. Uh, messed around with that a bit. That was very cool. Yeah. The, the like designing your own like uh enemy placements and stuff like that and mm -hmm. like boss challenge mode kind of remind me of infamous 2's similar yeah feature mm -hmm. that's why i was like oh man like that's like a really like you don't see that often i feel like in the modern day you know mm -hmm. so i definitely appreciate that it looked definitely absolutely it looked cool it looked cool um i teased it when i asked you earlier i'll just throw it out there you're the one who cares so you can give me a thought the Borderlands movie yes. casts uh, Kate Blanchett as Lilith. Interesting. Mm -hmm. At first, when you said it to me before we started recording, because I didn't hear about this, um, mm -hmm. I was like, oh, okay, that's Hela from MCU. Okay. But after seeing her without the Hela makeup and everything and her as an actress, uh, it, it's, 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 I could see it working. I could mm -hmm. see it working. And I feel like to get a Borderlands movie, you're just gonna make like really close to Mad Max. Yeah. 
like really close, you know? So I think like inevitably like it's it's probably going to work out as a game movie, you know? Yeah. I I I, I think it's going to work out. I think I think I think it's going to be okay, I think. I, I think know. visually it needs to be very unique because the game has a style to it right oh 100 percent. yeah it's that cell cell shaded look oh yeah absolutely like i wouldn't be opposed if they did some trippy like wasn't there a movie like beowulf that did this or something where it was like it made the actors but it was like cg so like angelina jolie was in the movie playing that character but it was like a cg version of her so the world all felt like it was connected and no one was like standing out from like all the cg so like maybe like lean into that maybe like make kate blanchett as a cg model kind of but like very realistic with a bit of a cel-shaded out style or style i'd be down i I, feel like you have to do something like that you know what yeah that's that's a very good point honestly because you're right like borderlands like the the look of those games number Mm -hmm. one holds up like yeah. Holds up because it's just the art style, but like you're right, it is very distinct, and so I feel like missing that in the movie would be kind of like a bit of a miss of the mark. I feel like, yeah, good point. Yeah, good point. and like very, you're totally yeah, right. Good. Like other than that, it would just be like they're making it Mad Max, and I feel like half that world is its look. Yeah, yeah, definitely, so. definitely. Huh. It's a good point. It's a good point. But I guess we'll see when it comes out. Interesting casting choice. I don't. I don't hate it. We'll see. If it comes out. I'll yeah, if say. it comes out. Um, it could be in the next Uncharted movie, but um, <laughs> with that, it's time for Arkham Watch. Arkham, 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 Arkham. And funny enough, speaking of something that might never come out, this week on Arkham Watch, we have something that everyone thought was hopeless. Everyone was like, you know what? It's just not their thing. You would think, after <laughs> everything they've done, to try and just saturate the market with as much as they can you know that ea would do remasters mm-hmm. for some reason at the start of this generation they were like you know what we don't want to do that <laughs> actually we're good we, we don't want to release our beloved games and make you pay for them again yeah and then yeah. the first one they did was burnout paradise which i love but like what a weird pick for the very only weird. one you do. Very weird. I agree. I agree. Very, uh, very weird. We talked. We talked about uh, fiscal reports, right? So EA also did theirs. Uh, notably, they don't really have a ton lined up for the future right now. We know that a Fallen Order sequel is in some stage of development right now. Um, Battlefield. What would this be? Six uh yes battlefield six why is it why do i think it's not called that i think it is you can keep filling air i'm gonna i'm looking at i'm pretty sure about okay. yeah i think you're right battlefield, battlefield six. six is next obviously uh we saw madden 21 on the xbox conference earlier today as of this recording so ea's filling out a little bit of what they got coming up and i believe their report said within this fiscal year they're releasing 10 games um four of which are sports titles which you can fill in the blanks there Mm -hmm. um and a fifth out of those 10 would be a remaster and immediately everyone's like oh what's this you guys doing another remaster what's that what's that gonna be 
It's gonna be Dead Space. Is it gonna be uh, what other stuff do they do? Like Dragon Age, maybe? I don't know. <laughs> what other stuff does EA do? <laughs> I love it. But oh, man. everybody, I feel like who has played these games have wanted it for a long time. And Kevin via Jeff Grubb, who is a reporter for Venture Beat, who uh-huh. recently reported the past couple months on all the Nintendo Directs that ended up being announced before they were announced officially. He was right on those. Right. Wrote up an article about EA's reports. At the end of it said, oh yeah, the remaster's Mass Effect. The trilogy. Dude. It's like, it's like, I've, <laughs> I, I want to play them, guys. I want to play them. If you guys don't know the story, I'm going to tell a very truncated version of it. Essentially, I love the story, please. Essentially, t- like, I was like maybe 12, 11 years old. Kev, Waltz, Waltz in the GameStop, dragged my dad because I wanted to buy a nice trilogy of games for the summer, right? So I was between Uncharted and Mass Effect. And, um, and I think they were missing one of the Mass Effects. I think it was Mass Effect 2 that they, that they didn't have in stock. No, oh, I think, well, or something like that, right? I forgot. So, it was, it was some. I'm trying to remember what exactly it was, but so like, on PlayStation Three, up until like I think 2013, maybe or maybe 2012, you could only oh. get Mass Effect Two and Three on the PS3 because one was an Xbox exclusive. That's what it was, right? That's what it was. Yes, yes, precisely. Until the yeah. trilogy came out on everything, and then you could play it that way. Right? Yeah, yeah. That's what it was. Yes, yes. So then uh, I was left with no choice to play. And get the Uncharted trilogy, which again, I I adore Uncharted, duh. Mm-hmm. But that one decision, you know, has left me without ever ever experiencing Mass Effect. And I feel like it's 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 definitely a a, a like gap in my gaming re- gaming re- repertoire, you know, if you mm-hmm. will, that I I gotta address it, you know. Yeah. And I and I and I hope it's this. I I really hope it's here, you know. Now, when do you think if this is real? And like, I know there's a lot of evidence to be like, "Yo, this is this is happening," right? Yeah. When do also, you want it? Sorry, go ahead. I was just gonna say to the evidence you just said, Bioware on Twitter has been like referencing the trilogy a lot more than normal, mm. and it's not like how Insomniac's like, "Oh, we love all our old games, so here's Ratchet Future, here's Resistance." It's more like just like weirdly out of context stuff about the trilogy right so people were wondering if that meant anything but as far as answering your question of when i want it so according to jeff grubb it's coming out before april 2021 before april 2021 so are we talking ps5 well i'm assuming it would be both ps1 yeah like one of the current gen games that ea is offering their like not smart delivery but they said that across their upcoming games you'd be able to get the next version free Hmm. so i'm assuming i'm hoping that is this fall because if the mass effect trilogy drops on my ps4 this fall uh goodbye everything else because i haven't played mass effect one i've only played like parts of three and i liked what i played a lot and i don't care about the ending i know people don't like the ending but yeah two is one of the greatest games ever made period so i hear yeah and i want to run through that and andromeda um as well 
you know mm-hmm. so i just i just yeah i really hope this is true i really hope mm-hmm. it's true uh do you think we hear about it at ea play next month yes undoubtedly yes Dude, i think this go. is a i feel like this is something they would coast on for the rest of the generation because i obviously you got the weird sports releases that always come out and they're gonna be probably not great on next gen and still fine on this gen right but right the sales of that trilogy like for all the people that have been wanting it for so long for the people that have never played it um also worth mentioning jeff grubb said that it's going to come out on the switch but probably a bit later than the other console versions interesting Interesting. i can't wait and honestly i'm very interested to see what you think of these games i know dude because from what i hear about mass effect like it seems like i would like this game you know i mean i'm a sucker for Mm sci-fi you know so i mean it's definitely got that going I think I'm gonna inevitably like this game, yeah. Or or love it. I don't know. We'll see. But I'm very excited. Ideally, drops in August. I would. That's what I. That's funny because that's I literally about to say like I want an August date, and just have me write it out. What's up, quick? Yeah, you're exactly right. You drop it in August, right? You get people hooked. They get to play through Mass Effect One. You know, the one that arguably doesn't hold up, uh, as far as I'm aware. But who knows? Maybe they put more work into that one. Maybe they cut out some of the stuff that doesn't work. Maybe they mm-hmm. retool some, some things. Yep. If they drop it in August and, like, people get really hooked in that first one, then you got them, you know? Then they're going to, like, see their story through for the rest of the fall. Because it, I think unlike any other game that does this carry over your save stuff, Mass Effect has, like, completely different plot threads through the sequels depending on choices you make like see like that's so cool like a key character in two could be dead depending on what you do in one and then you just don't have that character's plot in two you have somebody in their stead like it's it's very impressive and if you get people invested in that story even with the next gen games coming out especially someone like you that hasn't played them before i do think you'd be able to keep them on the hook for the rest of the fall yeah i mean me it'd be like all right like August is Mass Effect month. Mm-hmm. You'd love to see it, right? Uh, because then the two months prior, we had part two and then Ghost of Tsushima, mm-hmm. right? The month after that, we got Avengers and Cyberpunk. Mm-hmm. And then October, seemingly, uh, is probably Assassin's Creed and all that next-gen stuff. So Yeah. And with new consoles, maybe October. So. Yeah. And let me tell you, if you get even – if you even start to – you're seeing two through to the end, no matter what else is on your console. I can't wait. I'm so excited. Oh, I oh, really, dude. I really want. To, I really want it to be real, man. Yeah. EA Play, we're gonna lose it. Let's go. Let's get it. I'm gonna lose it if it doesn't happen. I'll tell you that. Right next to Anthem 2.0, right, Christian? You know what I'm saying? Game of the Year honestly, 2021. You know what I'm honestly, saying? What's I'll up? I'll hear their pitch for the remix, or whatever it's called. I'd, listen, I'll hear it. I think. I think Anth- I think Anthem 2.0 is gonna bring it. Yeah. I think Anthem 2.0 is gonna right the wrongs. I think I think they're gonna do it. I believe in Bioware. I think that that was genuinely like their introspective moment of like yeah, of like what uh, are we doing? and maybe not even them as much. Maybe EA as well. But like I I do think the fixed version of Anthem could be really fun. I agree. I agree. But with that, it's time for pots. 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 
All right. So, similar to a couple weeks ago, where we kind of had an open-air discussion about what to expect the rest of the year. Um, definitely more focused than that discussion, but today we got Xbox's beginning of Xbox 2020, which is going to be a monthly initiative to prep for next-gen. Uh, we learned today that Xbox First Party, namely uh, 343, um, Obsidian, uh, Ninja Theory, and Tim Schafer, Double Fine. They're going to have a showcase for their projects in July. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of the first actual time we're gearing up for next gen. Yep, this yep. generation. Yes. Yeah. Like, I feel like in terms of, like, games, right? Because, like, you know, mm-hmm. we, we got the hardware reveal for um, Xbox back at uh, Game Awards 2019. Mm-hmm. And we've gotten, you know, some big, like, dumps about the specs of the consoles and the controller for the PS5 and stuff like that. So, like, it's cool mm-hmm. to finally, like, talk about, all right, like, what, what are we going to be playing on these systems that are new, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and I guess brief overview of your thoughts on the Xbox presentation today that we reacted to the full version of that is on this uh the channel right now but what do you think about this initial presentation for the first look at next gen yeah i think i think honestly like the actual showing i feel like wasn't wasn't bad by any any stretch of the imagination or like you know like i didn't feel like it it wasn't anything horrible but also like it wasn't anything like groundbreaking i feel like you know Mm -hmm. but also like i feel like what kind of maybe put this in like a little bit of like a of like a poor sentiment to a lot of people is the way xbox was talking about this conference you know yeah like and the way they were saying like oh that's what you thought gonna have like gameplay and like i mean it was it was in engine gameplay that wasn't like you know Mm -hmm. straight up gameplay how we know it yeah they like really stretched the word gameplay out i'm like okay worth pointing out since that uh confirmation a few days ago the director of the game was basically like oh yeah look up forward to our tease of valhalla at the xbox event yeah 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 you so you did say that for sure yeah i definitely think you're right in terms of it being a matter of expectations because i've seen some people also commenting on i guess some of the disappointment chalking it up to the fact that with every console generation, the visual leap is going to be, like, you're splitting hairs at a certain point, right? Yeah. And based on what we've heard from this generation, it really is all about performance and uh, proficiency. Mm-hmm. But I still think there's a way you can showcase that in gameplay while it's not, like a visual spectacle like obviously there's going to be games that look better you know because you have more stuff you can fit on screen and render efficiently but i still feel like there is a way to convey the feeling of next gen without seeing like what the playstation 4 version of nathan drake looks like you know yeah 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 there there's still a way to get that message across and it's just through different means but still within gameplay and i think that's where the criticism of this event lies because 
I'm totally with you. Like, they did stretch gameplay. It should have been an in-engine event, you know? Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. the thing that kills me is, like, I think during this presentation in this Inside Xbox thing, they set it up of, like, we listen to the internet, so we're making sure we're showing gameplay. Because remember at their conference at E3 last year? It was, like, no gameplay. Yeah, I do remember that. And it's like... They said, they were like, hey, we're showing gameplay because we heard you. And it's like, you kind of did. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. Like, if they want to get real technical, you know, yeah. I suppose you did. But mm-hmm. I don't know. Like, I think I was waiting for, like, the Cyberpunk 2077 when you step out into the city and the camera's looking around, like, in gameplay, like, on the sticks. And you yeah. see the bustling, like, millions of people, not millions, but, like, a lot of people talking at once. And you yeah. see all of these character models moving and stuff like that and cars flying, all that. You know, like, I was waiting for that to happen, you know, because I think, like, that was, like, Cyberpunk isn't a next-gen game, but, like, I think that's the closest thing. Like, I think that's the best, represent- re- like, that's the best model of, like, what I think next-gen is going to mean. Yeah, like, you know, th- think of the initial pitch we heard for the PS5 demo of, like, we basically took the training wheels off of Spider-Man mm-hmm. just to show you how much faster this thing is. It, like, almost breaks the game. It's that fast. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's the angle you have to take with showing next-gen and showing the uh, capability of it, right? Like, take something we're familiar with and show how drastically different it is. Like, I feel like, go with me on this, yeah, they probably don't have to make it all nice and pretty, but take Days Gone right okay okay and create a demo running real time for the ps5 versus a ps4 demo against a horde okay yeah render as many of those freakers as you can take the 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 horde you have on a ps4 pro and then put as many freakers as you can into a horde on the ps5 yeah yeah show it side by side that's it that's how you show next gen you know it's like because that's the type of stuff that next gen is going to improve on. It's going to be like the number of assets you can have on screen, the number of things independently going on around each other. Like, I think it's possible to show, you know? I agree. I agree. And, like, I know, like, I've heard from a lot of people that say that, oh, like, you know, like, it's it's it, it's hard to market, like, performance. And I disagree to a, to a standpoint. Like, I feel like you can show the average gamer, like, someone that's not us, right? Like, the, mm-hmm. they just... The person that buys COD, FIFA, Madden, 2K, you know, that a very casual uh, market. You know what I'm saying? Like, if they uh, were to see, like, you know, the comparison of Days Gone, like like what you said, I think you can impress them by showing how many things are running on, this, on the screen at the same time. Even though they don't understand how it's being done from, like, a hardware yeah. standpoint, I still feel like you can show someone, like, a, a graphically looking you know, close to real life looking game mm-hmm. and still get the same reaction as a heavily intensive showing a bunch of character models at the same time and still get the same reaction from that, you know? Yeah. Like, because I totally get where people are coming from where it's like, hey, it's not easy to showcase what next gen is going to be. Like, I get that. And people who are smarter than me about these things know maybe a little more about. <laughs> why what i pitched won't work but i i still think there's a way 
based on how it's been sold to me and Cerny's TED Talk, like, I think there's a way to convey that still, you know, that, like, maybe it is going out of your way to make another demo and maybe that's not worth it, but I do think it's possible. Mm-hmm. I agree. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, But I guess speaking of that, speaking to what PlayStation could do, what they showed with Spider-Man to crank up performance and convey the idea of next-gen. Based on this, based on the fact that Xbox is showcasing first-party stuff in July, Mm -hmm. where's your head at right now with what you're expecting from PlayStation? Because there's rumors swirling that, like, within the next few weeks we have an event, an official reveal. How do you think they tackle it? Do you think they do anything different than what xbox did today like what are you expecting i i wonder if they're making like not literally backstage e3 changes you know that like we heard like because i think i don't know if this is true actually but was it true that the 400 dollars price point was made like that day because xbox went at 9 a.m and then like they were kind of going back and forth with it i think I don't know. That that could be false. I don't know. But like um like I don't know how much they can change from what they are planning on showing this mm-hmm. close seemingly to launch, but if if I was able to, you know, direct them and what I think they should do. You know, I think it's definitely number one, you've gotta show gameplay. Right. And honestly, like if you're gonna go like an Xbox way and tout this as like, hey, this is like first look at series x next gen you know like if you're gonna tout that and say that you know i think i don't think you separate first party from that statement you know like i i feel like halo should have been here you know like yeah i don't know how you can you know tweet last thursday yo we're xbox series x you know we got a lot to prove, obviously, coming off of one. And, we, and we've and we been doing great, admittedly. You know, I'll admit that. You know, like, they've been definitely doing great. But, uh, you know, we're going to show you Series X next-generation games. And, like, we're going to – like, this is the first time we're going to do it. We're, we're going to show you it, right? Like, I don't understand their thought process on wanting to separate first party. Like, is it just the logistics of, like, hey, like, maybe all the first party is not ready, ready to show what they want to show? And, like, it's just from that standpoint? Sure. Like, I can – I can of course – you know, that's that's – and of course, the way the world is right now, of course, we can all understand that, right? Yeah. But I think that's what I would gear towards PlayStation. Like, don't leave out first party. Like, definitely, it's important to show the, the AA tiles that we got for the majority of Series X, you know, and like mm-hmm. that, like killer, like third party um, app as well. Of course, Valhalla, you know, like like those are all great to have. But I don't think I would have made the choice of separating first party from your first showing of, like, games running on your new hardware that you're trying to sell. You know? Yeah. I don't know. I, I, where I can give respect to Xbox, I guess, in that regard is, like, they have the – they took their move first, you know? Like, they yeah. chose to act first on showing next-gen stuff. And I kind of respect the choice to – at least on, like – the favor of the developers to like not clog it with their stuff you know like use the debut of series x gameplay games um 
to highlight games that people may not have heard of, highlight things that you want to shine a spotlight on. Like, for how many people were watching today, maybe expecting Halo or a tease or just trusting the Xbox name and seeing what they wanted to showcase for Xbox Next Gen. Like, giving a stage like that to Vampire the Masquerade Bloodlines 2, I think is kind of cool. Fair. Absolutely. You know? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. For sure. I feel like, in a certain way, that decision is kind of in line with what Xbox has been doing the past few years in terms of, like, fostering really strategic partnerships Mm -hmm. that maybe when they don't have a killer first-party game lined up for the year, they have... Uh, Jedi Fallen Order, they can bundle with One X's, you know, like right, right. So in that perspective, I think they made some interesting choices today. But I do agree with you that it is a little strange to not at least even tease visually your killer app. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. I can see that. I can see that. Mm-hmm. I can see that. Yeah. So, so I think. Sorry, sorry. Go ahead. No, you can finish your talk. I mean. I was going to r- wrap that up and be like, yeah, like, I think, like, that's what I would have, I would suggest PlayStation do. Like, even if it's, like, you want to keep one first party in your pocket and at least, like, blow out one of them, I would have at least done, like, one, like, all right, like, here is an example of, like, you know, a brand new title made in-house, uh, uh, you know, at Microsoft or at PlayStation, et cetera. Uh, and, and this is, you know, a big reason why you should buy a PS5, you know, mm-hmm. for Horizon 2 or whatever they want yeah. to do. Yeah. And, and I think PlayStation's in an interesting position, and I'll get to what I mean with that in a second, because we do have some potential confirmation, or I guess, like, take it with a grain of salt, but it's probably true, uh, window for when Next Gen is dropping, because um, Andrew Renee made an observation today that... Dirt Re- or Dirt Five, which was revealed at the Xbox event, was announced to be dropping in October for Series X and I believe PS5 and PC. Yes. And Assassin's Creed Valhalla, through a retailer, leaked that it may be dropping October 23rd, which does fall in line with the recent Assassin's Creed games. So next gen might be out by october <laughs> interesting very very yeah in- i mean because la wait ps4 was november so it was mm-hmm. xbox one x yeah so so it, it, interesting to see october mm-hmm. i mean i'm down for it i mean why yeah. not yeah yeah and did I, you expect november yeah yeah i was i, I was definitely expecting november like to november because mm-hmm. like i i i thought i mean just from like a business standpoint, I thought it was pretty smart. I think to drop stuff like near November to get that Black Friday rush, you mm-hmm. know. So I, I yeah. think yeah, that's what I would have done. But maybe they're doing. It. I mean, there's probably a bunch of reasons why, but I I can get down in October. That's fine with me. Yeah. So, circling back to what I just said about PlayStation being in an interesting spot, let's say for the sake of this question and conversation that it does come out in October, maybe middle of October. Series X, PS5 are on shelves, right? Mm-hmm. How slash when does PlayStation start marketing whatever they have lined up for launch? Because say this event is in the next month or so. Right. How can they debut PS5 with some crazy new first party announcement 
that's going to take away hype and direction of PlayStation fans that maybe weren't planned on budgeting to buy a PS5. Like, I do you think that could cannibalize the sales of Last of Us and Ghost? Because, like, right. PlayStation's in a spot where they have these two pretty big games that have been anticipated for, like, years at this point. They still have those in the pipeline. And then if Ghost is out in July, the PS5 is out in October, they can't start marketing their lineup in, like, August, can they? I mean, my, like, knee-jerk thought was, like, all right, like, if you're going to hold an event in June, right? Mm -hmm. It's not like the next morning you're going to have commercials up for, like, Horizon 2 and PS5. And, like, I know that's that's not what you were saying, but, like, I was thinking, like, okay, like, what if they do you know, do that June conference or, or, or late May conference and, uh, announce PS five, show the box, show like one to two or three killer e- exclusives, whole bunch of third parties, da, 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 you know? And what if they don't even start like the marketing push for that until like late August, September ish. When, when we're well past the ghost of Tsushima and part two marketing campaigns, you know? I don't know. Yeah. Like, I don't know if that's a lot easier, like, understood or, like, thought of than what would actually happen in practice, you know? Mm-hmm. But it's a it's a good question. It's a good question because, like, you, you definitely don't want to blow off steam from – or, like, you, you definitely don't want to, like, turn eyes away from what you're trying to sell right now, you know? Even though yeah, you – yeah, yeah. Especially with, like, the position Last of Us is in right now. Yeah. As far as, like, not being compromised, like, it has been, but not, that sounds too harsh. Like, being in a state where some of the steam has been taken out of it, because I think that's just a fact. Mm. Um, like, you still have the duty to the fans and the developers and to, like, shareholders to prioritize all focuses on that launch. Right. And then Tsushima that we still really don't know much about. Yeah. Yeah. That like, I really like do you start marketing the PS5 and whatever game you have lined up for launch before you even give your audience a solid idea of what Tsushima's about? Like did they show Tsushima at the PS5 event? Like I don't understand. Like I could I think maybe you could see a case where for the PS5 event it's like third-party partnerships similar to what xbox did today but more of the ones that we were thinking we'd see today like a ubisoft game an ea game call of duty 2020 and you do that for your initial reveal with the box and then maybe like a second party thing like blue point whatever they're doing yeah like maybe but i feel like that's still stepping on the toes of your two swan songs in a way or I mean, like, do they do like a PS5 reveal, right? Mm-hmm. Well, that's where we're gonna get all the new PS5 games, all the good stuff, right? But then maybe like before that, no, that wouldn't even. I was gonna say like, what if they do like that, right? And then separate it with like how to start promotion of like Ghost of Tsushima, and maybe part two of it, if it's not before then, a state of play. Mm-hmm. You know, that's, like, not specifically tied to PS5, 
maybe the state of play at the end points to a guys and then ps5 reveal is happening x date you know check it out there it's gonna be dope but let's first get the stuff that is pertinent time wise right now which is mm-hmm. ghost of Tsushima and part two like i could see that maybe yeah i guess that could kind of work and it won't really cause that much confusion if you separate the two because like it it would be weird to show at the ps5 reveal oh hey guys heads up you know because you know we're playstation and we gotta promote you know like show other stuff too uh ghost of Tsushima, ps4 out in july out of that now mm-hmm. l- let's talk ps like i feel like right there you easily just overshadow and it looks like you're just like brushing ghosts under like just yeah. shoving it out there you know like and not mm-hmm. giving it its proper time so i think maybe like splitting it in that way i mean like like i say the play be like let's let's run our current gen maybe mm-hmm. you show some of the content for the beta for avengers you know like we get an update sure. on that like yeah. like different different like third party stuff as well as uh you know the ps4 exclusives that we have so far and then we talk about ps5 separately i think that yeah. could be okay you know i think yeah i could see a world where that's the direction we take you know and it's it's crazy to compare and going back to the question of like how does playstation respond to what xbox did today and what they haven't lined up because like we've been talking about it's kind of like they're playing a different game right now with these two titles down the pipeline still yeah that i really if there weren't rumors that the playstation 5 event was happening soon ish Mm -hmm. i could honestly see them wait until after ghost drops and wait till july like xbox is doing with their first party but like i really don't know man i i think playstation they have a lot of things on their plate right now and i hope that like obviously they know this they they recognize that but i hope they manage it well that's where i'm at i mean i feel like they could wait I think to blow out like the games portion of PS5 until July, right? But yeah. the rumor is that they're starting production on PS5s in June, right? Mm-hmm. So like they're gonna be on lines of assembly, you know, in June, rumored to be, right? Mm-hmm. So I don't think that they can hold the hardware reveal. Oh no 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 no! You know, uh, yeah, I think yeah. We at the least, I think the PlayStation event that we have coming up is going to do. This is the box. This is the price, maybe. But like, I I think I I really don't know. Like, it's it's know. just such an yeah. interesting ball of wax. Because like, I even if we looked back to like how the PS4 was handled when The Last of Us was coming out, mm. we saw the PS4 by this point. You know, if Last oh, of yeah. Us, I mean, like copy paste this year's timeline to then. Last by the time Last of Us One came out, we saw the PS4 for like five months, four yeah, months, right? Yeah, back in February, February twentieth, twenty thirteen. Yeah. So like truncating it in the midst of this pandemic and wait, uh, wait, no, we didn't. I thought wait. they showed it in February. Wasn't that E3? We saw the box, and then we see the controller. Oh wait, wait, wait. I mean, even if it was at E three, that was like a still. couple of days before Last of Us came out. Yeah, yeah. I, still, right, right, yeah, for sure, for sure. So. But now I'm just thinking too. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, for sure. But still, like, it will be weird to not even see PS five. Yeah, you're right. It's weird yeah. times, man. It's weird times. It's weird times. It's very strange. I'm excited to predict that PlayStation event whenever we get an announcement. But I think 
that's gonna do it unless you have any final thoughts on this here uh topic um what else i mean i know it's gonna be fun trying to get a pre-order for ps5 that's that that's a good luck with that it's gonna be a grand time do you i guess that's my last question do you think after today what you can assume might be coming with ps5 however they handle it but with this fall in mind do you think separating yourself from i'm a content creator that focuses playstation that has some sort of an obligation to try my hardest to get this console right right okay do you think right now the idea of next gen as a whole not just playstation not just xbox is like feels like it's making a case do you think um like current so right am in this hypothetical am i do i not have a side of ps5 or xbox or like or am i just yeah, I'm yeah, honestly, the two. just either that or just go with the tides because you know it changes every generation which one's the popular one like yeah what are you thinking like it's it, i think it i think i think i think it would boil down to like even if you know separate from me again be the consecrator like and all that good stuff like if i was just a regular schmegler just dude right uh xbox can show me you know game pass they can show me new hardware right they can show me new services they can show me new games and all that good stuff but like having and going through the ps4 era like the minute playstation shows off like their like holy grail which is the which is the exclusive games you know like yeah. once they show off like god of war ragnarok you know or horizon 2 you know mm-hmm. maybe order maybe order eight and a7 you know uh bloodborne 2 yeah bloodborne 2 uncharted from sony san diego you know like like once those start coming out it's gonna be hard to justify like an xbox or just i mean unless they come out in july and show off some banger ip you know that that's like new and that looks really really good you know but like it's just like the the amount and of course spider-man as well you know like there's there's just so much to where like i think playstation is gonna like to for 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 maybe a section of people be kind of like an investment because you know that you're gonna get those bangers down mm-hmm. the line you know yeah I, i'm with you there but do you think right now does anything to sway you one way or the other or like does it feel like next gen is coming to you <sighs> hmm. like do you feel like the average person might feel the need to spend five hundred dollars on a box this fall. Oh, like do I feel like there's a need for next gen right now? Not necessarily. No. Okay. Like I think it both comes like, hey guys, and this is almost low key what I wish happened. Like, hey guys, you know, as you can see, the world is crazy right now. Right. So we're gonna, you know, as as two parties, uh if if this was legal for, for them to do, because I don't think it's legal for them to do this. But like they're like, hey listen, yeah. we're just gonna wait till next year. Yeah. You know? I would have loved that. I would have mm-hmm. much preferred that than 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 try to do it this year, you know. Yeah. But I know, like, I think I believe I'm, that's called collusion. Yeah, yeah, that's definitely illegal, <laughs> and uh, and definitely like they had parts bought and stuff like that. So like it 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 has yeah. to get going. But yeah. Well. Yeah. Interesting. Hopefully stuff. by July, we're feeling it. So. Indeed, indeed. With that, Kevin, where can people find you online? YouTube.com slash PlayStation Source as well as Twitter 
dot com slash the KDs one two three, T H E K D I Z one two three, as well as uh, on PS Source vids on Twitter. You can of course follow on the Last of Us replay series if you want to do that with us. You know, mm-hmm. over the course of uh, six weeks, we are we're going over all of Last of Us leading up to Last of Us Part Two. So if you want to join that, feel free to do so. Road to Part Two also will coincide with those weekly mm-hmm. game segments, all the good stuff. Book club esque, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it, definitely book club style. Yeah, mm-hmm. we we did the first one today. It was definitely like book club style for sure. Nice. So it went well. Went well. Definitely go check it out if you guys are anticipating Last of Us. Um, yeah, that's that's pretty much it. Uh, Christian, where can the people find you? If you want to follow me on Twitter or Instagram, it's at Chris N Buckley. If you're watching us on this here YouTube video, you're on YouTube.com/slash/JoyClicks, where there is a ton of other content. Coming up, uh, Star Wars show, chugging along, finished up Clone Wars, uh, taking some weeks to just talk about fandom topics, you know, like uh, looking back at popular Star Wars games, theories, doing some rankings. Look forward to that in the future. And um, some exciting, I'll do this little tease, some exciting Mm. uh, next-gen adjacent plans for the summer that you and I are cooking up. I feel that. I feel that. So okay. look forward to that. I like that tease. Um, I like that tease. But if you're listening to this, you're probably on a podcast service like Apple Podcasts or Spotify. If you're on a podcast service like one of those, you're able to rate, review. Uh, please do so if you enjoy the show and share it around to your friends, family, uh, people you want to convert to gamers. I feel like we have at least like conversations that could maybe sway people into thinking that the industry is interesting sometimes, you know? <laughs> Not professionals, enthusiasts, clearly, clearly, but I think our conversations bring up interesting points. Absolutely, absolutely. So, um, but yeah, that's going to do it for this week's show. Uh, as always, we will be back next Friday with more gaming news, discussions on things to plan, and maybe, just maybe, by the end of this month, we're going to finish Final Fantasy VII and we'll talk about it. Mm. I don't want to finish it. But I know I have to. I don't want <laughs> no, to. I feel that, man. Well, I know I have to. That's <laughs> so sad. I feel that. But hey, right now you don't have to. You're very right. Because it's pizza time. It is pizza time. Later, guys. <laughs>